0: Alright guys, welcome to episode 147 of the Different Animals Podcast, it's your boy Tyler. And I'm Ever Castro. And this week we talk about Rocky Horror Picture Show, Spirited Away, being (laughs) a movie not for entry level Miyazaki, (laughs) Uh, Coco, we talk about Taylor Swift, uh, The Killer, Priscilla, Crunchyroll, Fire Force, uh, Captain Marvel, uh, Tom Cruise being a real life superhero, and... (laughs) and Harden being the opposite version a a character that's constantly just kicked while he's down (laughs) Uh, (laughs) and then we talk about the end of the strikes and what that means for some movies that are coming out and the announcement of one of the largest trailers for one of the largest games ever because we needed to know that (laughs) an announcement was coming Uh but first As usual, uh, what, what have you been getting into lately?
1: Yeah, so I have a, a few things. I guess I could just... Um, I think it looks like nine. I'll clump them in, in packs of three. That we can go back and forth. But I'll start with, with sort of the most Halloween-y ones. Um, <clears throat> since, you know, I think we recorded just before Halloween. And, and we can get these out of the way. But um, I went to see a Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh, okay. The musical. Have you ever heard of it? Or do you know, like, what it is?
0: I i know very little about it i feel like i've heard it like i know it's like a cult kind of classic right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um i've heard that like it's you're either going to think it's great or absolutely hate it is what i've heard like it's it sounds like it's hard to get into like not it's not a generic crowd pleaser in any way
1: (laughs) yeah i mean the movie itself so i've never seen it before but you know i sort of knew about it like you know it's like it's a musical, and you, like, talk back to it during screenings. So it was, like, a flop. But then, like, they did midnight showings in New York for years, and it sort of, like you said, built a cult following from there. And I'd never seen it before, but, I, you know, I knew that, you know, you, like, throw rice at some parts, or you throw glow sticks, or you yell out certain things when somebody says something. Um And so we bought tickets for um, the Carolina Theater. It's, like, a little, it's, like, a theater downtown Durham, which mm-hmm. has a movie theater, and then in the same building has, like, like an auditorium, you know what I mean? Like for uh like stand-up comedy, like really big stand-up ones, okay. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so when we when I went, I was like, "Oh, it's going to be in the movie theater." And I was like, "Cool, I've been there before. It was nice." But it was so many people that they put it in the big one. And I think it's not a venue built for movies because the sound wasn't great. So even when the, nobody was saying anything, the dialogue was very hard to hear. It was like very like echoey. So mm-hmm. I guess they just wanted to fit more people. Um but um, the experience itself was pretty cool. Well, it was cool because it's like whoa! It's like all these people know all these bits and stuff, and everybody had a great time. But I, like as a movie, I don't. I, I, you know, as, it, as it was going on, I was like, I don't kind of know what's going on. And I, it, <laughs> even even as a musical, I'm like, I mean, I guess it, it's like how, it's like surreal, sort of like Frankenstein meets. Um, what's the other one? God damn, I can't remember. It's like a it's like a Frankenstein ripoff, but it's something else. That I cannot. Remember. It's like it's it basically like all of those 1940s horror movies shoved through the prism of like 1970s, uh, like uh, New York, like musical kind of you know studio. Right. What is it? Seventy six or what? Eighty four? Whatever it was called. Um, but it was fine. You know, I think if you, I definitely think if you've never seen it. I think you should watch it first at home just to know what the movie is. And then if somebody, like a local theater is doing like, we're doing Rocky Horror at midnight or on Halloween, then you should go there because you're not going to get like a normal movie there. Right. Okay. So um, so that was fun. Um, so that was Rocky Horror. And then um, we've, the, um City and I went to see Spirited Away. Okay. Which was the last Miyazaki movie of like the the, the uh, what is it the studio or no the Miyazaki film fest uh, Ghibli fest that's what it is yeah um, um, so, save the best for last basically is <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 like it's the one that won the Oscar it's like his most well known one um and so this year I went to see four um oh well let me talk about the movie first but yeah so um I really liked it I'd already seen it before it was the first one this year that I had already seen before mm-hmm. um and. It's, I think it's just, have you seen it? Or I've you, never seen it. you never seen it? It's his most, biz, it, it, like, it's so interesting because the emotion is there. It's like the same emotion in all the movies. It's like this really sort of sense of building a, a community, building a, a family. And it's like the most important thing in all the movies I've seen is about, Uh, you know, you might be different from this person or you might be, like, for example, in... Um, what is the one that I watched last? How's Moving Castle, right? It's like mm-hmm. at the end, it's like the villain, it's like this old lady and she becomes friendly with this kid and then there's like this like uh, a scarecrow that's been possessed or that has the spirit of a prince and, and it's like it's like all these things but it, like, it's about coming together and this one does the same thing. But okay. I do think this one is like the most bizarre one i think if you, i think if you're japanese you probably know like what the spirits are and what they do and stuff right but it's just like weird c- creatures there's like a man with multiple arms and then like one's like a slime monster one's like an old lady with a big head <laughs> one's like a baby a giant baby so it's like it's very out there like i don't think right i think if you were trying to you know explain to like a lay person be like hey this is miyazaki he's like one of the greatest he's like japan's walt disney right he's yeah. you know um Except he's you know a fantastic storyteller, right? And he doesn't, and he's not anti-Semitic. But (laughs) (laughs) but um, I I think if you do that, as much as I like this one, I don't think this is one you start with. I think people would be like, "This is weird. This is what is this?" (laughs) Right. Um, But I think if you if you haven't seen any of them, and you are sort of more willing to be like, "Oh, I know what this could. I know what he is," and you know, kind of like you. This is not you could easily start with this one and work your way backwards or forward, right? Like I don't right. think, I don't think you would like watch this and be like, Oh my gosh, this is what people are raving about. P U. Yeah. Um But there's that like uh I mean,
0: there's the type of person that already thinks that like animated shit isn't like Right, real, I, exactly. Well, and that's I mean, it's not the not person real, It's animated. You, but you, you do not saying. show this to them. Yeah, yeah. No, I know
1: exactly what you're saying. I know exactly the kind of person who that is. So this is not who you show that to. You show them Kiki's delivery service. I think it's you know magical, but they're still. I think it's the most branded of, of the ones I've seen or the mm-hmm. four that I saw. So I, I, I mean, I can see why people love this one. I didn't love it. I think for the most most of the runtime, I was it, it doesn't feel as at least for me, it didn't feel as tightly story as tight story wise as the other ones. Mm-hmm. But then, like the last twenty minutes, the characters go to like a house, and from then onward, it's like, dude, you just go like, dude, this is like, it, it just, you're like, this you. is why it wins an Oscar, basically. Right. In that it hits last... you <laughs> mm-hmm, hits you right in the chest, and you're just like, damn, dude, this is good. Um, so I I do think like if you were gonna show this to your kids, Tyler, I think it probably would wait a few years. I think, do think yeah. it's a little bit scarier than. My neighbor Totoro, or Kiki's, or even Porco um, um I think Howls and this one have like a little bit more of a frightening elements to it. But I do think that if you know, once they get, I don't know, what would I say, like maybe like nine or ten, I think they would get so much out of it. I right. think it'd be really cool. Um, I think in terms of the rankings of the four that I saw, I probably put Kiki's first, and then. Then Howls, and then this one, and then Porco Rosso, or maybe okay. then this one, then Howls. So it's basically A, two tied for B, pretty much, and then Porco Rosso's C. Okay. Yeah, All right, but, um, cool. Yeah, but I'm excited to, you know, next year I hope they bring it back. And I can. I told Sydney, I was like, you know, I'm. we had tickets to see a couple other ones and we couldn't make it, but luckily AMC lets you return them easily. So I was like, you know, next year it'd be cool to, you know, fill in the gaps, maybe watch two or three. And then hopefully they bring it back the year after that. And, it, you know, people come back. Um, I do think it's so interesting that they do these for just... I mean, he's the only one who has this kind of annual one. And I would love <laughs> this for somebody like... I mean, well, many directors, right? Quentin Tarantino. If you go, hey, yeah. look, he's got nine movies. We're starting in February. And then he we do one of his movies every month. That'd be awesome, right? Yeah. And then you finish with, uh, you know, what is it... Uh, once Upon a Time in Hollywood in, like, November or October, right? Right. And that would be so cool. Because he's going to... I mean, he said he's only going to do 10. Right. So then you start in February, you end in November. Every year you do that. I'd be there every year. I'd be like, this year I'm watching, you know, Inglourious Bastards*. Yeah. I mean, I probably watch Inglorious Bastards* every year, but, you know. like, are
0: <laughs> like, like, well, I missed this one last year. It's like, but I've seen Inglourious Masters 15 years in
1: a row running. <laughs> exactly. Right? And, I mean, I kind of... I mean, I'd love to do that. You know, for Django. I mean, you know, movies yeah. that are... I think... You know, Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction, I think, I've seen both multiple times, and I think they look fine at home. I think they're fine, nice, small movies. But Django is this huge budget. You have these huge vistas and landscapes. There's, like, this shot where Jamie Foxx is in front of the tree, and it's this massive tree, right? And you're like, I'd love to see that in a movie theater again.
0: So I, another, another example, because I don't, I could be wrong, but I don't think I saw it in a movie theater at all. But, like, I bet Kill Bill's dope in a movie theater. Oh,
1: dude, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Yes, yeah. Like the, the the this the scene in that um the Japanese club where she yeah. kills like the eighty eight the crazy eighty eights or whatever. Yeah. That'd be so cool. Or I think um if I remember correctly, I think the second one is like mostly uh, like a western kind of feel. I'm sure mm-hmm. there's like big little vistas and landscapes. Oh, the one that I always heard was crazy good was and I never got a chance to see is the new uh, newer one, um the Hateful Eight. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, and I heard he was out, like, in Wyoming, like, filming these giant, gigantic vistas and stuff. So, I'm like, why don't they do that for more directors? I'd love to do that, you know, for him. Um, I mean, you obviously couldn't do it. I mean, uh, Spielberg, you know, it gives people, you know, that gives you, like, the chance to take your kids to see, like, E.T., right? And, right. Or... Or who's another director that doesn't have, like, that many movies that could be, like, that's, a, they're, like, oh, James Cameron, right? Like, you know. Right. You go see Aliens. The next one, you see Titanic. Then you see Terminator 2. Then you see Avatar 1 and 2. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, I would love for them to do this for other ones. I'm glad they do it for him. And I'm excited to see, um, next year. But, uh, yes, yeah, so Spirited Away. And then I'll, I'll wrap up the first part with, uh, Coco. They had it at a park here on, uh, Day of the Dead. And it was great. Have you seen Coco? I have. Oh, so yeah. uh, I f- I feel like I've told this before, but like me and
0: my wife went to see Coco here in Asheboro, and we were literally the only two in the movie theater. Like, not mm-hmm. a single other person was in it other than us, and right. like we walked out crying. we were like, mm-hmm. it was, like, it right? like a fucking <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I forget. Oh, what movie was it? Where I I think it's like the Naked Gun. Oh no, it it, it takes too long to to explain the bit. But anyway, yeah, I, I'm. It's so good, right? You just. And I was, uh, I was uh, me and my friend Megan. We went to see it. They had it in the park, and I was telling her as we she'd seen it already, so I, could, I was I wasn't like spoiling it for her. But I was like, it's so interesting how the movie. It must have been so hard to write and keep together because you have to. I mean, it you know it, there is a twist, right? Which is that mm-hmm. you know after it wasn't that guy, it was actor the whole time. And so I think I when I first saw it, I kind of didn't see it coming. And so, I think the movie does such a good job of telling you enough. And people talk about it. They're like, he'll be like, my great-grandfather was a thing. And then the the lady will be like, yeah, my husband. And, like, she doesn't say Hector, right? Or she doesn't say whatever, right? Yeah. And it's just, like, these little things that obfuscate the twist. Mm -hmm. So that as I'm rewatching it, I'm like, God, it must have been so hard for them to be like, well, how can we get this point across without giving it away, but without making certain characters look like assholes? You know what I'm saying? Right. Um. It was just really cool to see it I, knowing all those bits and being like damn dude, this thing is like clockwork and you kind of go like you know that's why that, that's why they're the goat right that's why pictures <laughs> right and like like um you know by the best cuz there isn't um I mean I'm sure it's like a cultural thing you know difference between Japanese and American but this felt you know seeing it like later started in the same week both the spirit away and this one and Coco just feels like tight as a drum like not a wasted second and Spirit mm-hmm. away it doesn't feel the way, but I don't, you know, I I don't want to say that one's better than the other one because, you know, not everything has to serve a purpose. Not everything has to be clockwork, right? Like, sometimes people can right. just walk through a field of flowers and it can be beautifully animated and it doesn't have to serve anything. But it's just interesting to see the two sort of work a little um, differently.
0: Yeah, I was about to say, I, I feel like, and I feel like maybe you've said this also in regards to it, but like. I feel like a lot of Miyazaki's work is just vibes, and so like, yeah, like uh, we we mm-hmm. can we can give away some scenes, like you know, what I mean, like we don't need to we we don't need to be on track every scene because we're just here for the vibes, and <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's the same
1: reason that sometimes people, and yeah, I get sometimes people want to read the Wikipedia plot to movies, and we talked, yeah, I've talked about about Miami, uh, no, yeah, Miami Vice, right, where. Yeah. If you read a Wikipedia plot you you that's not what movies are right you right. they're not just plot device machines that just go here's the story right so um, but it is cool to see unless you oh, yeah, go <laughs> <laughs> got him <laughs> Coda, yeah. you know, us a thousand, Coda Zero.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Running the score up like the fucking Dolphins against the Broncos. <laughs> oh. oh, the Michael Scott boom, roasted.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: but yeah, you're um, right.
0: Like, there's a reason there's a director and not just the screenplay writer.
1: Right, right, exactly. Yeah, or, we're, we're, yeah we're, and vice versa, right? So I think, uh, yeah, and, and it's not just vibes. So You've got to get that um, point to work. But anyway, those are my Halloween sort of uh, spooky, spirited, you know um folly um
0: trio yeah also we talked uh a while back i feel like i mentioned that i saw he has the uh the boy and the heron coming out soon oh yeah and mm-hmm. is that i i guess i don't know enough about it but that has already existed somewhere else and is just now coming to the states or is it straight
1: up new? It, it, no, no, it's, it, I think, premiered in Japan, what is it now, November, it premiered, I think, in July or August. Oh, okay. And so, it's, like, it's, like, new over there, it's gonna be new here. I have muted all words about it on Twitter, because I think, I've seen the poster, and so I'm like, I wanna go in, like, I wanna see if I can go in, like, super blind. I saw
0: maybe 10 seconds, maybe 10, 15 seconds of a trailer, Mm -hmm. and, Mm -hmm. like... The thing I saw visually, I was like, "Oh, this looks like it's gonna be dope," and I cut it off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I was like, the same too. I, I think
1: they had the trailer for it when I went to see the Miyazaki, the the Ghibli Fest. Yeah, and it started, and I was like, "This looks really new." And then I saw like a bird, and I was like, "Oh, this is a oh, point in the I closed my eyes. And and it it so the the poster like this like a uh, heron, and it's like sort of like a uh, painted like a what is it called uh, like a watercolor painted but it's very right. it's not like it's not like a still from the movie it's just like a painting for the movie yeah. um and the title when they were like you know it might be his last movie yeah so cause it, it yeah sorry go ahead oh no, no I was just gonna say that, that that the movie was titled How Do You Live right yeah. and I was like ooh evocative mysterious and then when <laughs> they changed it to America they they gave it a new title they named it The Boy and the Heron and I was like that's too much information you guys are spoiling <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, there is a there, there's a child and a bird. You're like too
1: much. Too much. And when the bird lands, I'm gonna lean over to sit. be like, that's the hair. <laughs> the Leonardo DiCaprio snag oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, it's gonna open with a boy. It's the boy. That's hey, no, the digital. But then it's not. It's just a a boy in the different. You're like ah oh, shit. I was wrong. It's the it's the Jiffa. You know those guys in the soccer uh, club. Um, you know, and people put different. Uh, things on the screen and then it happens and everybody explodes and throws a beer in the air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a fucking bird showing up. <laughs> um, but uh. I did hear, I think Robert Pattinson voices the, the heron and... People, I didn't hear it because I didn't want to watch the trailer. But people are saying that he, like, he put he's like voice acting. Like, like it's not just him. Being oh like, shit! Hey, it's Robert Patton. <laughs> wow! I'm. <laughs> hey, fine, I'm here. the Heron. <laughs> I'm the Heron. Right? Like, right? He, like, he's doing a voice. But I don't want to hear it. But right. apparently, he's like actually, like, voice acting, which is awesome. So. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, we, and definitely... we can still go see it. I know you texted me about going yeah. to see it, and I'm down. Um. You know, we can figure it out. They haven't said anything about Showtimes yet, but, you know, it's coming up in, I think, a little bit under a month.
0: Yep. So, all right, we'll definitely check that out. And maybe I'll watch a couple Miyazaki movies uh, just to prepare beforehand.
1: Yeah, yeah, I definitely think if you
0: if you get a chance to watch
1: one... Oh, my gosh. I don't even know. If I'm
0: going to watch two, what do you think? Kiki's and Spirited Away?
1: Probably. I think it'd be nice to see, like one from because i think kiki's is like 89 or yeah. 91 i think it's early early and the spirit away is 2002 2001 mm-hmm. um even howls Howl's moving castle i think would be good because that's like it, and it'd be cool to see you know one from early on one from at this point almost 20 years ago and then God. one from now so 20 years ago that hurt um <laughs> <laughs> i did hear one that i missed and and I, I, it's like people don't talk about it as much. It's a Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. They said that, that one is really good, and that's like one of his early ones. Okay. And I just I, we had tickets, and that one's the one that hurt most about not being able to go because I was listening to a podcast, and they were like, "Yeah, well, why, you know, we're working through them," and that's the one that they really stuck on on, the, on like, whoa, like this is one I hadn't heard of, you know, because you hear Kiki, yeah. you hear My Neighbor Totoro, you hear Spirited Away, but that one was one that was a little bit more, uh, I guess, um, underrated. I guess they said okay
0: maybe but, uh, i maybe i would give that one a shot just to have something a little different
1: yeah and it's um, a little bit older too yeah i think that one's 84. from like i, I know 84 yeah. yeah so that yeah so we recorded you know walking from 84 you know 10 in 2004 and then now 10 in 3 to see like you know yeah like 40 years of of uh, animation yeah so all right
0: we'll put, we'll put that in the books uh yeah. somewhere um so as far as uh, what I've been doing is I really only have like one thing, but I'll I'll split it up a little bit into its uh, different points. Uh, so my first one I would just say um Crunchyroll. Uh so mm-hmm. I it's seven ninety nine a month is all. And it's like every as far as I can tell, every anime I can think of. I was just uh, I was I, like,
1: aren't they pretty much like the only They bought guys- Funimation? Yeah, um, yeah, they're like the, the main ones doing sort of... They're like the providers of um, anime here in America, right? Right. Kind of,
0: sort of. 100%. There was... So I think it was literally just the, the, the divide was like... They had everything except for the stuff that Funimation made. And you could get Funimation here. And it would be their stuff. Which is some big name, high quality stuff. So there was some... Some bigger things missing from Crunchyroll that would cause you to go in either direction. Mm-hmm. Um, Crunchyroll always had the quantity; uh, it's just that some of the quality ones were fun to make. Sure. But now they're all fucking together. Um, my <laughs> my only complaint, and I feel like we talked about this with Disney Plus. We talked about it with Max. I'm pretty sure, which is that like like you're this giant anime show conglomerate, right? Like mm-hmm. why? Why are you struggling so much with, like, basic accessibility options? Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, for example, mm-hmm. this... So, I watched a... Uh, the last time I was watching, like, an anime show, I think, was Fire Force back during COVID. Um, yeah, because I
1: remember, Didn't they have the movie, right? You went to see the movie?
0: No, sorry. That oh, was, that was uh, Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer, yeah, right, right, right. Yep, so I did go see the movie. That season ended. Um, like, I completed that season. Fire Force I had started in during COVID and like I got to part of the way through season two and I had watched it in dub up until that point because um like I would prefer to watch a dub as long as people think the dub is quality like if people say the dub's trash then I'm like fuck it I'll just watch the dub. it's not
1: a problem yeah. um but that's why I went to see Howl's Moving Castle because I was the only option was dub and I was like I don't that but then everybody's like oh my gosh Billy Crystal and um Christian Bale are so good so yeah and they were they were great you know the voice acting was great so I'm I'm the same as you yeah so Fire Force I when I if you look up anything about the dub of this they're like
0: I mean everybody's pretty good but they're like there's this one character that or there's this one guy that voices like the captain and they're Mm -hmm. like in the dub he's fucking incredible like they're like okay everyone's like bro he's killing it a hundred percent and 100% 100% he is. Like, he oh has God. the dopest voice. Uh, like, I just, I love his character. Um, mm-hmm. But anyways, I was watching the dub, and then because of COVID and all the problems going on with it, so Fun- Funimation, with This Is Wild to me, they would release the dubs and subs simultaneously. Okay. Which is ridiculous because it's, the, the people that do the dubs are not there in the creation of, like, the episode you get what i'm saying like like they right, send right. over like here's the stuff we're doing like go ahead and do the dub for it but they're not like they don't know what the story beats are until they get it and if you're releasing a show i imagine you're working on it as you're putting it out so like i'm just like that had to be a tight window you were working under
1: every time um oh so you pretty much get the show and then like, like yeah we need a voice we need we need you to watch this get the emotions and boom pass you know uh press it get it out
0: Right, because I think I think basically Japan makes the show, however mm-hmm. they would normally make the show, uh-huh. and then they just kick it over, and they're like, "All right, you do like like right, J- right. Japan's not getting input." They're just like, "Nope, that's, we're fucking done with it, bro. We did ours." <laughs> like, right, right, right. I think, um, and
1: then I would think that it would take some, uh, you know, it's not a one to one culture, right? So right. I'm sure it would take some things. You have to change. You know, not edit anything, but you know, you know uh, ways of speaking. Maybe oh, one hundred percent. We have to get I, this point across, but we can't quite use those words. We have to go like around this way. One hundred percent. And so, the the
0: reason I know this to be the case is because, uh, anyway. So during COVID, the dub didn't keep up because you know a bunch of shit was going on. So I basically had to. I basically stopped watching because I'm not going to switch in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like. I, Things happened and I basically quit watching. So, anyways, C- Crunchyroll seven ninety nine. Now that it and Funimation are together, because this was on Funimation, um, I'm able to watch it now, and I'm like almost done with the first two seasons, which are the third one should be coming out sometime. Um, but the the excess an issue I didn't have on Funimation, which mm-hmm. makes this even more wild to me, because Crunchyroll bought Funimation, so I don't know why it would. N- I don't know why it would suddenly be a problem now if it wasn't a problem before. Um, But like on Funimation, there's this, they'll, it'll do this thing where like somebody will be talking and if it's a new person you've never seen before, like as their screen comes into the middle or as their face comes in the middle of the screen, it's like, there's like a boom and it shows like Lieutenant, first class, second generation, blah, 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 like on the screen, Mm -hmm. but it's all in Japanese writing. Funimation would put it in English subtitles. Crunchyroll does not for whatever reason, like because it it can't split between like closed captioning and subtitles like okay, intelligently yeah, okay. mm-hmm. so like i have to i have to like it like poof, it shows all the stuff in the japanese characters i'm like all right i rewind like 10 seconds switch it to japanese oh. and then and then when it pops up while i'm watching it in japanese it has the 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 labels and i'm like this See, is stupid
1: <laughs> so that makes so i would understand them not being up to speed on something like that, if it's fucking Hulu, right? Or, <laughs> like, movie or Tubi or whatever the fuck, right? But this is, like, your bread and butter, dude. This is, like, the service that you're providing, right? right. A dip- and A dip- again, it worked on
0: Funimation. It, right. Like, on like- Funimation, I had it in dub, and when the Japanese characters popped up, it told me what it did. I'm like, all you did was buy them. Why didn't you... <laughs> Why do you just bring their shit over, bro? What is the problem? And I
1: think... It, and that's another... You know, that's why it's important to have multiple streaming services. And <laughs> right. I know sometimes it sucks that you'd have to be like, well, shit, that's on that one. I don't have that one. But you wouldn't have but to now they're resting... like, fuck it. You can't...
0: Where right. else are you going to go watch?
1: Exactly. Oh, you can't park your car there, sir. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, come get it, right? It's like, you know, like, where are you going to go to get your anime, right? You're going right. you to go to Pirate Bay, motherfucker? <laughs> that an right? So... It, it's yeah, that's that's very annoying. That's so yeah, very, very annoying. That was uh, I was just like, why like, this doesn't so make any the, sense. <laughs> you're the only name in this. Like, why don't you? I should be able to put, you know, I should be able to put Spanish subtitles on top, English subtitles on Spanish you know, on the bottom, right, or whatever. Right. You know, I should be able to have you know, click effortlessly through dubs without having it skip or anything, right? Like right. you guys should be able to do everything, given that your product is from a different country, right.
0: So it's so wild. Um, so that that's that. And so as I said, I've been watching Fire Force. Uh, I'm like nice. almost done with the second season. Um, I, I think it's great. Uh, it's just got such a intriguing concept to me. Um, it's, it yeah. So uh, you know, I'm not gonna go into it because uh, I, I might ramble on too long. But it's <laughs> it's just a it's. Hmm. So like there is one. Grand overarching problem, which is that people turn into like they just like combust and turn into like flaming monsters mm-hmm. um, randomly. No one knows when or why or how it's going to happen. And there's a special fire force that only deals with these. Like, there's regular firefighters, there's the army, there's police, but like these people are specialized in dealing with this situation. Um, so, and there's like seven, seven stations like fire force stations mm-hmm. and each one of them has like kind of its own allegiance. Like one's funded by the Holy soul temple, which is the Catholic church. You know what I mean? So like they, like the one and two are like kind of church religion based. And then, um, like three through five or high industries, which is like a big tech conglomerate. You know what I mean? Like, so, mm-hmm. so they're kind of have their allegiances there. Um, but the, the one you follow is fire force company eight. And ultimately they, They, like, only exist because, like, one guy was a high-ranking... The captain of Fire Force 8 was, like, a really good firefighter. Like, regular firefighter. Mm. And they pulled enough strings that they gave him his own, like, fire force. And their responsibility is to figure out why people are exploding and turning into fire. And also investigate why these other seven companies don't already have the answer. Because they should. Like, it, like, the, mm. so basically, like, you have this bigger arching problem, but also, like, we're investigating, like, these other places and trying to find the strings of why things are happening Um, and, and who's hiding what for what purpose. So it's kind of cool. It's, it's, it's like a weird combination of, like, a, little a, bit mystery, of a mystery, but, but yeah, also, like, like, a standard, like, hero story also. Right,
1: right. Because in the mystery, you know, it keeps people hooked. And it's not just like a monster of the week kind of like, uh, you know. Like, right. Now, and, you know, and,
0: I'll, and I'll get into that in the next part. So you do your next three.
1: Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, so um, yeah. So I uh, the next three are, uh, I guess, I don't know. How... It's Taylor Swift, Priscilla, and The Killer. So I don't know how that <laughs> killer would fit into the other two. But the first two are pretty, well, um, I'll start with Taylor Swift, The Heiress, tour. Mm-hmm. city and i went to see it um and it was pretty fun i mean i think if you're a fan you've already seen it i think if you're not a fan and you end up having to watch it you're, you'll know more songs than you realize um even i i mean i would consider myself somebody who's okay, yeah i mean a fan um but then there were some songs where i just didn't know them a couple of the albums that are a little bit more like folky mm-hmm. then i was just like okay well i'm gonna go pee now right mm-hmm. uh i literally pulled it, it uh, i had um, the set list on my phone as i was watching it and and so I was like, oh, okay, cool. I know this one. I know this album. I know that album. Because she did it sort of, like, by albums, like, by eras. Right. And so I was like, oh, this one's folklore. I don't know any of these. And it's folky. So I'm going to go use the bathroom. And I went <laughs> to the bathroom and came back. But it's still a good time. And, um, I mean, it was, like, two hours and 40-something. But it didn't feel that long. Especially, like I said, I, you know, I... <clears throat> she was... She's been very much, like... You guys can use your phone and, and uh, take videos of you celebrating and stuff and this and that. And so I just took that as an excuse just to be on my phone whenever it was like a song <laughs> I didn't like. And there was, I mean, it was it was mostly packed, but it wasn't like crazy full. And so City and I went in there, and she did the same thing too. So she was like, "Oh, I don't know, these albums I'm gonna go. I'm gonna use the bathroom, right? You know." And so um, we stuck in some beers, and so it was a good time. It, it, right. I think, like I said, if you're a fan, you've already seen it. There's no way you haven't. And if you're not, and you're like, you know, somebody's like, we got to watch it, or like, you end up watching it, or it's in the background. It's really well put together. Like, you know, like it's a great concert, right? Like, you know, it'll be like show, like belt out a long take, or like a long, like ah, and then the camera will just like spin around, and you'll have like you know, sixty thousand people at SoFi Stadium, and the lights and stuff. So it's really well put together. Um, and what's also really interesting is that so she did six shows there, and I think they filmed all of them. And you can tell that the move the the, I was telling somebody, I was like, you know, you can tell that they did um, it was filmed over different nights. And they're like, oh, like one night was this one one night was that one songs wise. And I was like, no, no, like literally in the same song, like it'll be like hers. She'll say a line and then she'll turn around and it'll be a different night um, because it'll be like somebody on stage. But there isn't anybody on stage because it'll go from like a close up of her and then she'll turn around and it'll be like a wide shot but there'll be nobody on stage so clearly one night they did all the stuff on stage one night they did the medium you know and then just right, right, the right, right. and you can't really tell I mean you can tell sometimes because then sometimes she'll be like be singing and her bangs will be like perfectly straight and then she'll like jump or move around and then it'll be like disheveled sweaty and she'll look like a mess <laughs> Yeah. and then the <laughs> next time she'll like l- like the outfit will be like slightly different right, and, you know, right. so it's like you can tell, like, if you're really looking, but if you're not, you won't be able to notice. Right. Um, but it is very cool that it'll, it, you know, it's not just, well, you know, we can't be on stage. So it's all just, you know, takes from like, you know, from the fucking nosebleeds. It's like on stage and the mediums and from the crowd and from above. And, yeah, that's um, awesome. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. So they put a lot of
0: effort and thought into it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Despite yeah. them totally, they totally could have not put the effort, and still just raked in the money. And out. they would have, yeah, yeah. they
1: would have been... Dude, you, like, they could have put one of those tripods in the corner from, like, behind her, and then, yeah. like, from, like, 45 degrees behind her, and they would have made the same amount of money. <laughs> but, no, there's actually effort, and it looks great. And I was telling Sydney, I was, like, I was hoping for a little bit... I would have gladly had them cut out, like, maybe two or three songs, and had just, like, a little bit of a background stuff, right? Because it, it is a right. gigantic enterprise. So it'd be cool for her to be, like you know, like, oh, no, oh, shit. I don't know, something about, like, behind the scenes. I think that's always right. so interesting. I think it'd be cool to be, like... Um like that show uh, Jury Duty, I think I mentioned weeks ago, where they, right. you know, the guy who doesn't know he's in Jury Duty, and then like the last 10 minutes of the final episode, they go, well, here's what we did, you know, for this part, we had like 20 different possible outcomes of where if you went that way, and I was like, that's so interesting, and I would love that for this, where it's like, she's like, damn, I fucked up a line, uh, we gotta make it up on the fly, like this or that, like more about, right. just because it is, I, I, like, you know, you don't put on a show for 60,000 people six nights in a row without it being a giant machine, right? Right. Um but uh, but yeah, but you know it's a little nitpick it's whatever um based on Sailor swift the eras tour um i think um she said it should be on streaming sometime soon okay. selling it to somebody or something um and then the next one is uh i'm going to go with the killer so have you heard of this one it's the new venture movie
0: venture yeah okay yeah. Uh, all i know oh man uh do you know where i'm going with this mm Okay, uh, all I know is that Hideo Kojima
1: seemed to oh. like it a lot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think, because we talked about it about him on here before, right? Yeah. About how he, anytime he likes a movie, he writes, you know, maybe like two or three lines. he be like, like, I want to see this one. It's a beautiful examination of history, blah, 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 blah. And if he doesn't, he literally just says, "Went to see the movie. And I like, period, and like, that's it. Yeah,
0: so this one he was like, I went in thinking it was going to be like... Related to this source material of the same kind of name, blah, blah, blah. And then halfway through, I realized, or not halfway, but like, he said I was confused for like the first X minutes because it didn't line up for me. And then I realized that it's like unrelated um, mm-hmm. and like blah, blah, blah. But it was like, it was like a two tweet about like, yeah, like he couldn't fit all of it in one tweet. So yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, this motherfucker loves this movie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, it's interesting because it's so interesting because like I don't think like the 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 the, the um, acclaim isn't like effusive. It's not like he's like this blew my socks off. This like, I couldn't right. believe what I was watching. It's just the fact that he writes more for it, right? Like it's yeah. not. It's <laughs> just like the the, no, the amount of characters is you know proportional to how much he liked it not right he's like i want to exactly
0: it's like if if i hated this i'm gonna spare as little effort as possible
1: yeah exactly right right i'm just gonna put saw this period like that i don't have to say why it was bad i'm just gonna say that right so i think it, it and it's such an interesting way to do it because it's like objective or not objective it's a um what's it called it's a, it's a quantitative way of doing it, right? Character, you know, 100 characters means you loved it or what, you know, right. so on and so <laughs> Hold on, bro. I'm said... <laughs> All right, so I, lo- I was trying to find
0: the tweet, so I looked up Kojima and Killer, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sending you this tweet, please. <laughs> it's literally exactly what we're talking about. Oh, man. Took me down. Um, Because
1: then people were talking about. I forget what movie it was last year that he did that. All right, it's loading. Oh yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's yes. Consumer
0: like, writing his review for David Fincher's The Killer, and it's that GIF of like the pen on paper flames going up as he's writing, and then the other one's just a picture of Kawhi with two quotation marks <laughs> with nothing in the middle. Yeah, it's just nothing. Clear.
1: Uh. whew All right. Yeah. Um, sorry, that took me down. No. Yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah. He he really liked it, and I did too. I think this might be one of my favorite of the year. And I went into it. Um, did I talk about it last week? About how I was going to go see it? Or last time we talked? I th- um, yeah, you mentioned it. Yeah, because of the compression. Because I thought it, I was worried that it was going to look shitty. Um, but so I went to see it in theaters at the Alamo. Luckily, they had it here. Um, and the movie looks great. Um, I, it, it, it's, I mean, it looks like Fincher, right? Like all those like sort of huey blue, greens, oranges. Kind of like the Social Network or Grow the mm-hmm. Dragon Tattoo. Um and, you know, people, I saw a couple of reviews that were, well, do you, are you do you think you're, you're going to watch it? I don't want to. Like, yeah, probably. I, okay. So I don't, do you care if I spoil like the basic premise or do you want to go in like super? I would like to go in blind if possible. Okay. Okay. But then I won't, I won't mention it the, the, like story beats, but it looks great. There's, um, one action scene that is like, you'll know it when you see it. And it might be my favorite, like, fight scene of the year. And this includes a year that had John Wick 4, right? Mission Impossible. So, um, it looks great. I think it has a lot to say that it says it very subtly. And I saw some people saying that it was, like, minor. It's like, well, this, you know, this is kind of what he does. You know, he's not trying to aim for the fences here. But I do think he is. And I do think that it has a lot to say about being a, a person for hire not just as a hitman but just as a person for hire in any capacity whether it's like um you know a gig like uber or um what's the uh Grubhub or other people who basically anybody who does anything for anybody else as yeah. like, like freelance like freelance yeah. any not even free, but freelance but then also anything that faces a person like a delivery person oh, okay. or like gotcha, uh, gotcha. fast food so basically anything that 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 uses your body for some sort of thing that could be dehumanizing in any way
0: okay um, I
1: got yeah and it moves great i think it's like it's exactly like 157 but it, it doesn't overstay its welcome but it doesn't feel like slight like it doesn't feel like he's rushing it feels like it moves with a purpose it doesn't move like oppenheimer but it also doesn't take its time too much with like something like Killers of a flower moon i think it's right in between those two um I think do you have a do you, are you would you be able to watch it with like headphones or like gaming headphones or do you... uh what service is it on Netflix Mm
0: probably mm,
1: probably not. Oh, okay, okay. I was going to say cuz cuz I do think it has this really great sound design and like he'll be in like a room and then um you'll hear like uh, the city in the background but then also like you'll hear like uh, It's very, like, and the score is great. It's, like, sort of intermixed with the sound. Mm -hmm. And in the theater, it sounded great. And so I was like, you know how I was talking about? I might might be able to. Yeah, I was worried about the compression. You know how I was saying that? And and I was, like, in theater. And I was, and then as I was leaving, I was like, gosh, I really hope people who watch it at home get a chance to really hear. Don't just put it, like, on a surround sound or, like, a stereo system, right? Like, they put it, like, in surround sound or, like, headphones.
0: Yeah, so for what it's worth, uh, the last line in that long Kojima tweet is, I wish I had seen it in a movie theater. Highly recommend. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I think it looks great. And I think if you watch it, I think you should definitely... You shouldn't watch it during the day because that fight scene does take place... I mean, I'm not saying that it takes place at night and it's going to look shitty. Like, he somehow makes it... It's weird. It's It's a nighttime fight, but it looks... You can see everything. But I don't think I would have been able to if I had watched it, like, windows open during the day. Right. I get it. So... Um, but yeah, that's the killer. Um, I give it a four and a half. I think, I mean, right now it's like maybe top five for me. Like, I don't, I, I don't want to say, like, you know, I don't want to be like, well, this one or John Wick, right? Or, you know, oh, right. John Wick four. It's like, because they're not aiming at the same thing. I, right. I think John Wick is so maximalistic and in, in everything, right? And I think this is much more muted, uh, muted um, realistic, right? Like, um, And I think Fassbender puts in a great performance. I think he's great in it. Um, But, uh, yeah, that's The Killer. And it's on Netflix now. And um, it's it's so good. It's, like, the kind of movie that, like... I don't know if my parents... I think they would like it. I think it's, like, one of those, like, 90s movies, right? Like, it feels, like, a lot, like... I know it's not the same at all in terms of tone or anything, but it it reminded me a lot of something like The Fugitive, right? Like, comes in, does a great story, out in two hours... Great action, right? Like it, it, nobody goes, you know. It just gets the job done. I think it's really good. Okay, yeah. And then the the last one is a uh, Priscilla. For this trio's, um, it's a movie about Priscilla Presley, um, and it, it was pretty good. I think it's a little bit quieter. It's definitely quieter than Elvis, the movie from last year. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I do think it's it's nice to have. He's I think what. If you... <laughs> <laughs> He's it, it, so I'm I'm watching the Priscilla right, and he'll be on the phone. Elvis will be on the phone because it's told from Priscilla Presley's perspective. So you sort of hear about like his Elvis's business dealings, and he'll be on the phone, or he'll, he'll she'll be like down the hall, and she'll hear him talking about something, and then she'll be like, "What's going on?" He'd be like, "Yo, you know, the Colonel wants me to record these songs." And I'm like, "Cindy, Cindy, Cindy, the Colonel Tom Hanks." <laughs> <laughs> um. But uh, the movie's good, and I think it's a nice companion piece to the other Elvis, because I do think that one's very much like we said, like Bosley Lerman, big bombastic, right? The myth of Elvis, right? And right. Like, he he dies tragically because he's being you know um pretty much uh he's in this contract that he can't get out of, and you know he's like destined to be doing this these shitty Vegas shows, and this one's more about like him using his influence to sort of control her but then also like it goes like well why did he want to do this like you know like it's very i don't know I, i don't think the movie ever goes god elvis was a monster but i don't think it ever goes he's this saint because you know the movie goes hey this guy who's 24 and makes a lot of effort to have this 14 year old come back with him you know to america well i think by that point she was 17 but still right right and I saw a tweet that was like, "You see this whole movie where she like has this whole romance with him, or you have pretty much like years of romance, and then she graduates high school, and it's like, okay, all right." <laughs> yeah. So, Fair. um, yeah, I do wish the movie had done just like a little bit more. I I think I don't know, maybe narration would have been helped, would have been helpful, or some sort of thing where I, I could really get into her headspace at certain spots because I felt like. You know, early on, you kind of get what she's saying because she's talking to her mom. She'd be like, Mom, but, you know, this and that, and, right? But then yeah. when she goes to Graceland, she's kind of alone. And I do right. think that you get the sense of isolation, but then also I'm like, well, what is she... I would like to get more about what she's thinking in that moment,
0: right? Like, just Who, to... Who's the actress that plays uh, is well-known or...?
1: um, No, no. Her name's like Kaylee something. Kaylee S yes, something. But she does a good job. And, dude, the makeup, hair makeup is like... Incredible, Because when you first see her, she's 14, she's a girl, right? And she's, she's like, you know, holding her books up to her chest. You know what I'm saying? Like a little yeah. girl. She looks like a child. And it's the same actress the whole way through. But then at the end, she, like, looks like, like a woman. She looks like somebody our age. And right. it's incredible, right? Because, you know, it's all just makeup and hair, right? And right. it just, and then it's so interesting because, you know, so she's you know, she looks like a kid. And then he brings her back to America. And they put this big hair on her. And she looks like a kid trying to dress up like an adult. But then later on, she looks like an actual adult, right? So yeah. it's so interesting how how that um, how they do that. And I would love for it to be nominated for hair and makeup because I think that was really, really cool um, how they did that. Um, but yes, yeah, so that's Priscilla. I don't think you should rush out to see it in theaters. I think it's very much like a watch it at home, want something different. You don't want to watch superheroes beat the shit out of each other. You don't want to watch John Wick kill 100 henchmen. This is something a little bit more, um, I guess, uh, like, like uh, just like a typical drama. Okay. Yeah, but that's uh yeah. So that's the next three, and then all the next the last three I can wrap up super quick. All right, so mine uh, <clears throat> the basically I have two two points I'm
0: going to make here, which is that uh, a, so Fire Force is considered a shonen uh, jump series, mm-hmm. or maybe a shonen. All right, so there's there's a little bit of convolution here that I'm going to explain away, uh, which is that so uh, probably the most popular shonen uh of all time is dragon ball z Mm -hmm. um naruto is another one so the the idea is that there was a magazine called shonen jump and it is like very clearly targeted towards like teenage boys um so with that being said uh, and these would be
1: in that magazine and so like that's
0: that's the that's what
1: determines the genre would it be in that magazine as like a manga, or would it be like them talking about the anime? Uh, like, like, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Somewhere. I
0: think probably the manga, but also <coughs> maybe as they became animated
1: shows, like being like both. Here's what you have to do: like, a, like an episode recap. Because I remember, I maybe. used to have a um, Digimon magazine that mm-hmm. had like, um, it had a <coughs> uh, episode guide and like a little blur little paragraph on each episode, sort of summarizing it, and then like. Them talking about the movie and them, ta- them talking about specific characters. So it was kind of like an encyclopedia f- for Digimon. So I wasn't sure if it was like that or if it was more of like just the manga version of. Uh, maybe
0: a little bit of both. Maybe like, I, and I'm not 100% sure on that. But ultimately, Definitely. it's a thing that was released um, as like the target demographic is kids 12 to 18, mm-hmm. or boys 12 to 18. <coughs> um, and it contained those like I'll also, I think one piece is a pretty big one that, uh, that people oh, yeah. know. Um, those are all. So, uh, with that being said, I have no idea if fire force is actually anything to do with this magazine because now that type of story is just considered a shonen. you get what I'm saying? Like, like that was so definitive in its mm-hmm. time for what it was trying to do that. It has created its own genre, uh, you use a tissue, you may call it a Kleenex. You get what I'm right, saying? Like right. The, right. Oh, the so, thing. So this right, is all right. just shonen, even though it may not be the Kleenex, but like it's a Kleenex. You know what I mean? Like, right, so right. with that being said, Fire Force consider that now. The main and the reason I'm saying that is because the main uh, staples of this genre are you have a one singular titular hero. Mm-hmm. Um, well, maybe not titular, but you have one single main protagonist hero. Uh, they have some sort of um, underlying or like God-given kind of strength to them, and they are able to continue to grow that. So Dragon Ball Z, he's he's saying he be, he can become Super Saiyan, he Super Saiyan two, he Super Saiyan three. You know what I mean? Like right, like right. he keeps breaking barriers to become more than he was in the past.
1: Right? Would you it, say something like? Um... The last Airbender is also like that, you know. He yeah he gets but, ab- yeah. bending abilities every time. Hey, like, don't
0: don't shit. ever tell anybody that's in the anime that you mentioned that. But yes,
1: <laughs> <laughs> why are they like that's a fake? That's a <laughs> they're
0: like that's not anime. That's fucking a cartoon. Uh, I don't. They just they are. I don't know why. Like I I don't care. But I've seen it. Um, mm. but yes, it's very similar to that. Um, and because of the character is the way they are, they're very often. I mean. They're not going to call themselves a superhero, necessarily. I mean, My Hero Academia is literally, like, a bunch of people trying to be superheroes. Um, but, like, basically a superhero, right? Like, like mm-hmm. Goku wants to save everyone, make sure everyone's safe, defeat all the bad and evil. You know what I mean? Right, right. All right, so the reason I say this, all of this, is because I had a moment when I was watching this. I don't know why it happened, um, but, like, this, the, the main character his thing is he's like, he literally says like, I had two promises I made to someone. Uh, I failed the first one, but the second one was that I was going to be a hero to people in need. And so like he constantly calls himself like like a hero, like he not in like a convoluted or not like a self-centered way, but like a someone needs help. They're like, he's like, okay, I'll like, I, I'll be your hero. If you need me, call me, you know what I mean? Like that yeah. kind of thing. So through this fucking shit that's in the show specifically uh like when people are in dire dire need he like gets this like spidey sense right Mm -hmm. and like when they're calling out to him for help because they're in a dire situation his spidey sense kicks off and he can tell like and he goes right so for example this guy's brother is also in a fight and he's like uh, probably about to get killed by someone that he doesn't realize is there but like the brother sees the person, but he can't help. So he like calls out, like, ah, can you... And so he comes in, and he just, like, fucking... This guy shoots, like, a giant fire arrow. And he, like, basically kicks it out of the way. Just in time. And everyone's like, holy shit. And all I could think of in that exact moment is I was like, Tom Cruise is a fucking shonen jump hero," bro. Because, <laughs> because she is in the train about to, like... I, I can't remember exactly what's going on, but I feel like everyone's just fucking standing there, and there's a guy, like, about to kill her. And just, all of a sudden, Tom Cruise comes crashing through the train window and just, like, smashes into the... Dude, you right, know what I'm talking like, about, right? Exactly. I was like, this this man is straight up on shortage Jump Hero. Like, <laughs> this man is the in-real-life anime. Um, he is the live-action. Uh, it's just, it was so wild to me that it popped into my head. Because that's all I could see. Is that scene, he's like, I'll be there. You remember? That's the whole thing. He's like, uh, she's like, but what if you're not? He's like, I'll be there. And like, go yeah,
1: smashing through the window! Like, God, right? I just, yeah, I just watched. Um, well, I bought it on 4K, and I was putting up. I'm a psychopath. I put up my Christmas tree early, Well, oh, just because I had time, and I was like, you hey, know, right. I'm gonna, I want to enjoy my Christmas tree up because I don't want to put it up, and then a month later I take it down. I'd rather have right. two months. But anyway, so I had it up, and I had it on the background as I was doing it because i would already seen it a bunch of times. So I'm like, I don't have to be paying super attention, but I can watch scenes and clips and stuff and this you know right when you were describing this i was like oh he's about to mention the the you don't even know me and he's like what difference does that make i'm like right, oh. exactly 100 yeah i didn't think about that but yeah 100
0: like
1: that's right he's the go
0: yeah it is like that's the thing like because they god there's another one where the person's like why would you help me and he's like i'm a hero it's what i do and i'm like this is tom cruise bro <laughs> this is
1: literally tom cruise i do wonder if maybe do you think he like knew or he or he maybe he's like you know like become aware that that i don't know like do you think like either him or mccrory have been like you know this is a good kind of like i was saying where like you know the last few mission impossibles they've really honed into who he is and i wonder if it's like you know round four they were like well you know you can't be this unstoppable god hero but you can be this guy who's been gifted with like every single talent, but you you want to use it reluctantly, or like you know every time you do it, it hurts, right? Right. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, like, it,
0: I could definitely see it. Um, it could also just be a thing of it's like just kind of as as this genre has become more popular, just kind of like all around, it's kind of worked its way into a thing that people. No exists, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Like, even if you're not saying, like, I'm going to pull inspiration from this, it's like, there are so many instances of this now that it's kind of, like, its own little uh trope, but, like, mm-hmm. not in a terrible way, you know what I mean? Not like, a, oh, just fucking doing the trope again, but, like, yeah. I, I don't know, you know what I mean? But either way, I mean, I just, I was watching that, and I was like, Tom Cruise, bro, <laughs> like, it's it was just such a weird, <laughs> like... Oh, man. My man literally, like, flew through the sky with, like, jet feet and kicked the air out of the sky. And I was like, Tom Cruise. <laughs> that's that's yeah. Tom Cruise. Um, Yeah, man. That, that just killed me. And I figured you would enjoy that. Uh, that, No, like, yeah. Uh,
1: it, it, I think that's interesting. You know, like you said, you know, it's like a reluctant... And I, I, I don't know if you said that, but, like, sort of, like, they're heroes. And they always do what's right. But that doesn't mean that they just come in and they're not... Tom Cruise in Mission Possible 2, right? They're like, oh, right, I'm right, the coolest guy, right? They come in, like, when he, j- oh, like, 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 Goku
0: gets his shit kicked in very frequently, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he always comes right. out on top, but like, he goes into these, and maybe when he goes in, he doesn't care, but like, he, it's like, nah, like, this shit is a, this is for real life or death, like, I am, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going yeah. through it yeah like i'm not i'm not just i'm not superman i'm not just like tossing people into the sun i mean that's not a thing that superman does but like you know what i mean right. like like superman walks in anything that was a problem is not a problem anymore reminds me of the bill Burr bit i don't know why like, with the shotgun, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> He's like, just turn to the lift. Bam. He's like, anything that was a problem over there is not even remotely a problem anymore. <laughs> but
1: well, like, like Gohan, right? Like yeah. He gets he gets fucked up all the time. Yeah. And there's that. I mean, there's that picture that people use in reactions where it's like a crater. And then like, I think it's Goku or Gohan. They're like just passed out like in the middle of it. Yeah, I think it's Gohan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's... It, it, and in just like in Mission Impossible, the, the latest one, you know, when, when he jumps off the motorcycle, off the cliff, he doesn't go, What? That train down there? Here we go, baby. Vroom, let's go, right? He goes, right. Oh, Fuck, okay, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> yeah, right? like, and he thinks about the women in his life and he goes, Oh my God, all right, here goes nothing, right? Right. Um. Because I think he knows he can do it, but it's like, Fuck, okay. Like, why do I have to keep doing this? Right, right. All right, or- so I listened to. <laughs> God, or in yeah. fallout when he's like i'm i'm jumping out of a window right? he does it he doesn't chicken out right but he's still like okay let's go uh
0: so whatever man I'm, I'm really going off tangents here but they're they're uh, they're tying in um you said that i listened to an episode of the bonnie jones podcast and he was talking about like uh james harden <clears throat> lebron james and it was like somehow like in specifically the lebron james one it's like He's like, we can go into every season and, like, we look at the team before the season starts and we're like, he's got a good team around him this year. Like, he's got pieces. He's got tools, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. he's like, but somehow, and, and, like, his point is, like, or part of his point is, like, I don't know if it's LeBron James' fault or not. But, and ultimately this is where I'm going with it. He's like, somehow, LeBron James always finds himself in a position, no matter what was around him at the beginning of the season, that, like, as we're either in the playoffs or trying to get into the playoffs, it's like I'm the only one here. I'm the only one that can do it. Like, like Anthony mm-hmm. Davis is hurt. Everybody's playing like shit except for LeBron, and it's like it's like every year. It's like can LeBron pull them into the playoffs? And like before, it was like can LeBron pull them to a championship? But my man's like forty years old or whatever the fuck. Right, he is. And the so, squad so.
1: around him. He's got Cam Reddish. Man, come on. <laughs> right but like did you see that well sort of talking about this like did you see that clip where he was like you know he so he threw the camera a couple games ago and he he missed it but then he threw it again a couple games later and he hit it and he was like you know these these people don't know nothing about basketball you know i always make the right play right yeah and and it was like it's kind of what is exactly what you're saying where he's like i know what i have to do every time and i'm and I'm going to do it, but you know, if these bums don't do it, it's not on me. I did my part.
0: Right, but I just feel it's like he was like somehow every time, end of the season, LeBron finds himself being the one that has to pull them into the playoffs. Like look, James Harden, it's like I don't know how he's going to – I don't know how it happens. I don't know when it's his fault, whatever. But it seems like no matter what, James Harden's going to get the ball with like eight seconds left at the top of the key, and he's going to just have to – Fucking do a bunch of ISO shit and try to get a score, and he's like right. not able to do that anymore. But ultimately, it's like that. Don't know why, don't know how. Tom Cruise is like every time, bro. I got to jump off a fucking mountain. I got to jump off a skyscraper. Like I don't mm-hmm. know what the fuck I'm doing wrong, but every time I got to do this shit, <laughs> and I feel I don't...
1: like it, and I feel like James Harden is like the the anti that right. For where sure. it's it, it's like the you it's like he wants he probably he's like ending up in those LeBron situations. But instead of coming through or making the right play, it's like the universe bends in a way that prevents him from doing it. Right? <laughs> he's about to take a game when he shot. Manu Ginobili from behind him blocks him, right? <laughs> right? Or I'm about to go to my first finals. They missed 27 threes in a row, which is like apparently like astronomically impossible for that to ever happen again. Right. So it's, like it's the same thing, except instead of the universe bending where... Ethan Hunt crashes through the thing, or LeBron passes to Cam Reddish and he makes it. It's like the universe goes, "No, we are not letting you." James we are not Harding. rewarding you for this. Yes, exactly. Like we. Yeah, but ultimately, it's just like the
0: inevitability <laughs> of it. Like somehow, everything always breaks. That like, it's you.
1: Like Tom yeah. is like God damn it! Like, yeah. it's like it's like, oh, James Harden, you're playing with an MVP. Guess what? That MVP is going to have the biggest drop of points per game from the regular season to the playoffs ever. Right? <laughs> right. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> And it's just like,
0: fucking uh, Benji's leading him to the fucking cliff, and he d- he's not telling him that it's a cliff. He gets there, and he's just, just like Benji's like, you know, I just thought you'd do, do <laughs> uh, jump. <laughs> I thought you'd do Ethan Hunt stuff, uh, like. <laughs> and Tom Cruise's like, you expected me to jump? Like, I'm not saying I won't jump, but it's a shame that like you just mm-hmm. assumed I would. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, sorry. So that's where Tom Cruise is a. Uh, anime protagonist of a Shonen Jump series without knowing it.
1: Nice. Yeah, definitely.
0: So what are the last three that you were going to wrap up? Uh, yeah, oh, 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 super sorry. quick. Before, I had a thought uh, earlier and I forgot mm-hmm. to come back to it. When you were talking about how they should do a Quentin Tarantino, like the same way they do the Miyazaki Fest, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what the <laughs> the most wild director fest would be? Mm. A
1: Michael Bay oh my gosh it would just be straight like whiplash of just like random shit did you see that tweet that I sent you about they were like (laughs) AI could never do Bad Boys 2 that "That requires (laughs) true human depravity
0: (laughs) oh man but like Bad Boys 2 then Transformers but then like dog
1: shit Transformers and then like Pain and gain, you'd just be all over the right. place. Like, this mom, is I one dude, <laughs> mom. I can't come to Christmas dinner, I have to watch The Last Night Transformers. The last, <laughs> oh
0: man, yeah. And then, um, like,
1: I didn't know, I didn't know he's the one that directed Pearl Harbor. I'm like, this doesn't fit in with any of these. I don't think <laughs> like, it, it is so interesting. So, yeah, a little aside, I watched um, Patrick H. Willems. he did a two part thing on Michael Bay and I think you, I think you should watch it if you get a chance it's, okay. it's a little long but I do think it's very cool cuz he goes movie by movie on his on his um uh, uh, uh career his filmography and he goes like each through like you know he did the bad, yeah. boys, bad boys you know so on but the one on Pearl Harbor is so interesting because it's very clear that Jerry Bruckheimer or whoever saw Titanic and was like like action romance drama all into like uh, one thing and we could do that, right? We got this young actor or this young director. He makes action movies. We just have to, you know, do that. But again, against some, you know, historical background. And he says that he started doing Pearl Harbor and he, like a couple of days in, he was trying to change who he was. He was trying to be more, I am a drama actor. Right. Kind of like how Spielberg went from making like Raiders of the Lost Ark and E.T. And then he did the color purple to sort of show that he could do like actual dramas. Right. And, he said that he that he got, they got, like, a couple of days into production, and he was like, I can't do this. I can't. I can't. He's like, I can't do Again, I have to go back to being Michael Bay and do movies my way. And then he, like, that basically changed the whole movie production. He's like, That's you amazing. just couldn't do it.
0: Right, he's like, was like, I want to like, show that I can ascend, and then he's like,
1: I am what I am, like, <laughs> exactly, right. It's like those cartoons, you know, where like an, a crazy character buttons up and he like wears a suit, but then they like somebody uses his trigger words, and he's like, I can't, I can't change who I am, right? Yeah, like, exactly. it's like that. Um, but yeah, that'd be crazy, right? You know, Pearl, Har- you know, I, I. I as crazy as Pearl Harbor is, I wouldn't mind going to see that. I would I would, I'd probably see, I'd see Bad Boys 2, I'd see Transformers, but I just don't think I could bring myself to watch those later Transformers. Because those <laughs> unwatchable.
0: Unwatchable.
1: 13 Hours,
0: I didn't even know was a movie existed uh, with John Krasinski. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. never mind. I just, I'm fucking done with that. Click that, see, it's all the <laughs> subtitle. I'm
1: like, all right, fuck that. <laughs> Painting Game would be good. Have you yeah. seen that one? I've not. No. That one's one that's like an actually like good movie. That's like one of his like better movies. Really, with an actual performance from The Rock, like an actual like character that he plays, not not just yeah. I'm I'm here wearing a tan shirt in the in the jungle, right? Right.
0: Okay, Anthony Mackie. Okay.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. So yeah.
0: So uh. So what you got?
1: Yeah. The last three super quick. Um. I saw Mouse Hunt. Sydney and I watched Mouse Hunt. I talked about <laughs> it last time. And it's just as good as I remembered it. It's really cool um, to see, like, these – uh, you, you watch it, and, I mean, it's clear that it costs money because there's these big sets. Like, they, you know, they, like I said, they have to build a house and have it look nice, but they have to make the set where the mouse just destroys it, or they mm-hmm. destroy it trying to get the mouse. Um, and it's so interesting because I'm like, well, I don't – I'm like, I don't see anybody making a movie like this now because it's it's this off-kilter, like I said, Tim Burton meets Tom and Jerry movie movie. Um, but and put some real money behind it about like a, it's like it's not necessarily like I, I don't know if I would call it a family movie because it's it it's not really I don't know I'm like who is the audience for this movie because it certainly is <laughs> not kids or I mean if it is it's not I don't know it's don't not know doing anything. that well <laughs> it's not yeah exactly like you know it's it talks about like I mean, the mayor gets a heart attack from like, eating wrong food Jesus and Christ. but it's played like for laughs and there's like a strike aspect aspect to it like about workers <clears throat> uniting and <clears throat> and it's it's weird I, I definitely i recommend it i, I mean Do you i think the target it. audience
0: what's the difference between the target audience in that and like an adam sandler movie like one of the old ones Happy oh, just more. the tone. I think the tone, okay. the tone
1: is... This is much more macabre. Like I said, it's like oh, a Tim Burton okay. one, except... It's like it's like Beetlejuice, but it's not... I guess Beetlejuice... Ha- yeah, I think it's like Beetlejuice, kind of, okay. right? Or like, um, what's the one that's... Claymation, or like, stop motion. Um, Nightmare Before Christmas? Like that yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Skellington? Like like, yeah, uh-huh. It's like a that tone. But it was still great. Okay. And it was it's very silly. I mean, I told Sydney... When, when the movie ended, she was like, that was very silly. I'm like, it, it is. It's like silly and goofy, but... I think it's great and it looks awesome, um, and so I went to see, and so then I um, also re-watched Captain Marvel and it was pretty good. I was expecting to rewatching it and being like, that was not as good as I remembered. You know, I rose colored glasses, but it was still good. And I thought, you know, the action. I thought Brie Larson was great, so it Captain did. Marvel was good uh, because I went to see the Marvels, and it was it was fun. It was just like a fun time. I gave it three and a half out of five. It's fun, right? The action scenes are great. Have you seen the trailer for it? I have not. Um, so they, in the trailer, they give out this thing where like there, there, the the three protagonists are, um, Captain Marvel, the, uh, Ms. Marvel and, and I don't know who the third is. It, well, it's, it's Monica, but they don't give her like a superhero name or maybe I'm sure she does in the, in the comics, but they don't give her one in the movie.
0: Okay.
1: Um, and she was in one division, but they, they, their powers are sort of similar, like light based. And so they get them all tangled through like plot stuff. Right. And so every time that they use it they use their powers, they switch bodies or they switch positions in the universe. So, like, Miss Marvel will be in her living room and she'll use it and then she'll be transported to where Captain Marvel was and it'll be... And then Captain Marvel will be back where she was.
0: Okay.
1: And so they use that for action scenes and that dude is awesome. So, like, I I think if you never end up watching the movie, you can look up these scenes on YouTube because it's really cool and I was telling Sydney, I was like, my brain fucking breaks trying to figure out how they, like, choreographed it or came up with it because, like... It'll be like she'll blast her, but then it'll be like she'll move up there, and it'll be like punch, and then change position, and then like the 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 villain takes a swing at her, but then it's the other girl blocks it, and then it changes to like it's like that. It's like it's awesome. It looks really cool, and it's a great final. You know, it happens a few times in the movie. Um, and I think the it's weird because the movie it feels like it has a gun on its back, where (laughs) it's like. You need to go, 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 go. And I'm like, but the characters are so fun, and people want to come to see these Marvel movies to spend time with these characters, right? People right. want to see them bicker and, and and talk. And I just do, like, Banty Witter, but, like, actually, like, you know, people were sharing that scene from Avengers this week. Yeah, where I saw that. In the lab, right? Like that, right? Like, actual, like, have conversations and stuff. And this one has, like, one or two, but it's like every time that they are going to continue, uh, it's like, well... What did you think about, eh, 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 oh, my God, the alien's attacking. Oh, okay, got to go, 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 go. Like, <laughs> yeah. But why? It's like, the and the movie's not long. Like, I don't understand if the movie was, like, 210 or, like, 215. And you're like, we got to go, 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 go. And it's like, okay, I understand that. You know, you know, got. But the movie's 145, and you could have easily added 10 to 15 minutes of not action, but just literally just scenes of, carol talking to miss marvel and what she means to her or miss marvel talking about her to her parents about how this is something that is important to her and how it matters or monica talking i mean there is a scene with monica and carol but like maybe monica talking uh, 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 carol talking to nick fury because they were you know they were like the the primary relationship in the first one or yeah. friendship in the first one and then you know he got dusted and then he came back after the dusting but then there isn't like a I missed you or like thank you for being my... you know thank you for you know helping us you know what I'm saying like there's right. no sort of I don't I think they have us seen together but they just talk about plot stuff I'm like I would like just more time just thing you know hanging out right? like um, right. so that I actually care in the finale but it's it's fun and I'm you know I I think I don't think it's going to do too well at the box office but everybody's like it's the end of comic book movies I don't think so I tweeted out yesterday that I think if I mean, you know, there was strikes, so the actors didn't get to promote it. And I don't think Miss Marvel, I, I think Miss Marvel, the first one was a huge hit. And made a billion dollars, but I think it was, I think it's like right place, right time. Right. Cause it was yeah. right between, um, infinity war and Endgame, And you could have done one about a movie about Aunt May and it would have made $500 million. Right. <laughs> right. Cause that was like peak, peak, like uh, uh, fever pitch of, of for MCU. Um, but I think, I think MCU will be fine. I think, if D- Deadpool 3 comes out in July and it's Deadpool with Wolverine that everybody knows and loves, if that movie doesn't make a lot of money or is not si- successful or is not good, then they're in big trouble. Right. But if the movie's good and it makes a shit ton of money, then I think the the, the the Marvel chain is fine. I think people on Twitter are always like, oh my gosh, like I said, it's the end of the comic book movies. Spider-Man, No Way Home, It's literally the third biggest movie ever, and it came out less than two years ago, right? (laughs) Right. If they always skip over that one, they skip over Shang-Chi being amazing, or the action scenes at least being amazing. They skip over uh, Black Panther, uh, Wakanda Forever being actually pretty good and making a lot of money, I think 800 mil. So, I think, I don't think it's over. I think people just like, you know, they're picking and choosing as to which ones are the bad ones, like The Flash, but you you can see why that one flopped, and this one not doing so well. But like I said, if it's surefire, like, you know, on paper... You know, uh, like like I said, like, dude, like like I said, like Deadpool with the Wolverine everybody knows being introduced into the MCU.
0: I I think is, so. Is that official?
1: Like because yes, I didn't. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeah. So that comes out in July, and I think they are like I think more than halfway through done filming, and I think now that the strike is over, which we'll talk about in a little bit, they're gonna try to that'll be like the fast track, get that done, get that right. out there, and I think I think had. Um, what was the movie before Quantum Mania? I think had Quantum Mania, had this one, had they both been huge? I think there might have been a chance that Deadpool Three would have been rated R. But then now with all of it, you know, all the hopes and dreams of the MCU writing on it for next year because it's the only MCU movie next year. Oh, okay. I think they'll squeeze in, and try to put, you know, it'll the, the weight of the of the MCU's. The weight of the MCU is on Ryan Reynolds' shoulders, right. which is kind of really weird. <laughs> right, it's super weird. But uh, yeah, that's the Marvels. I I mean, you know, you, you know, with kids, I don't think you should have to go out and see it, but I do think it's worth watching at home. I okay. do think so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's the concept sounds
0: interesting enough, so uh, definitely. Yeah. And, like, and it's short. Okay. You know? Yeah.
1: Even though I wanted it to be longer,
0: it is short, so you, know, you can knock it out. Like I said, it's one forty-five. I think. Okay. Yeah, uh, th- I'll put it on the list for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right.
1: So you said we were <clears throat> going to talk about the strike, right? Yes. So the, finally, the Screen Actors Guild strike is over. Um, the writer one has been out, over for, like I think, like a month now. But the right. Actors one finally is over. So it's cool to see, um, you know, like uh, all these projects get announced. And apparently we should get a, be getting the Fantastic Four. and But not just like big superhero stuff, but also like little things like... This guy's joining this movie, you know, like uh, Denny Villeneuve, who did do movies, you know, he's going to have a movie next. What's Nolan going to do next? You know, Tarantino's going to start casting his movie. So it's it's cool to see, like, you know, of course, superhero stuff, but then also, like, real, um, like, actual, like, movie movies. Right.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, real quick, the only, (laughs) the only, I haven't really, so I haven't really kept up with The Strike, um, other than knowing that. It was going on and, and also not even enough to know who was striking when i just knew like because the writer's strike ended right and then they mm-hmm. the screen the actors immediately
1: started theirs basically right no well it was the writer started theirs and then like a month later the um actors did oh, and okay. there was a, a while when they were both together but then the writers one got solved but i think the the actors I think it would have been solved a little bit after, but I think what sort of prevented it from happening was the AI shit where Rire. actors, where the studios wanted basically, like the moment you come on set, or at least for a big movie, they would scan your body and then they would own that in perpetuity so that whenever they wanted to put you in the background somewhere, they could just do it and you wouldn't get a cent. Right. So and I think that was the big sticking point. Um, and that's what they were trying to figure out. Like basically the writers guild was, or the actors guild was trying to find out ways you know, loopholes and stuff where the studios couldn't fuck them over and, you know, rat fuck them ten years down the road and be like, actually, you know, we're going to do the Avengers without any of the Avengers actually being on set. Right. Gotcha. Um, but, yeah, I just
0: knew there was an ongoing one. But the only piece of news I heard that absolutely devastated me was there were. I, I feel like I heard that uh, fucking Mashallah Ali almost walked from the fucking Blade movie. I was like, oh, my God. That
1: <laughs> seems like the easiest, like... I don't get why that one's being why it's so hard for them to do that one because I it's, feel like it
0: said that like the one he was about to walk away from that like in the script he was like the third most important character. And I'm like yeah, It's I literally it they made like what do you mean? <laughs> right, right.
1: Like I don't I don't, yeah, I, don't I don't What's think, happening? Like, I like why 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 is this why is this movie so hard to make? Right? And I don't feel like I don't think it's like I don't even think it's like a like a rated R thing, right? Because like I said Deadpool's literally next, right? Mm-hmm. So if, if you want to make a PG-13, you can. Um, like, you know, you can figure out ways to do things for Blade. Like, yes, you can't show Blade. But there have been PG-13 vampire movies just like there have been PG-13 zombie movies, right? Right. You, you, if you know... If you're not a hack, you can figure out ways to do it well, right? Right. And besides, when you shoot a vampire, what do they do? They go... Psh-tush! Yeah, I was about to say, the original blade, they just fucking disintegrate. I mean, there was also blood, but like, you could just get rid of the blood part and just have the disintegration. Exactly. Right. Right. And yes, when the vampires do their vampire stuff, you see blood and stuff, but like, you could easily just, like, ah, bite a girl's neck, ah, screams, cut to something else. Yeah. Or, right. Or, I guess you can't, you know, you can't do something like the blood rave, of course. But like, you know, fine. Figure out another thing you can do. Right. Right. If the kids Spider-Man move, the kids, remember the Spider-Man show, the old one where he grows arms and his side, like if they can do Morbius because they just call it plasma, like just figure out a way. Right. right. Like, yeah, you know, it, it, it's, it's just, it's just ridiculous. And then, um, but yeah so now that the strike is over Disney pushed a bunch of stuff back, like basically, like I said, making Deadpool the only one next year, they pushed back like, uh, Captain America and, uh, I think. Blade was one of them and there was one or oh, uh, thunderbolts and a bunch, bunch of shit mm-hmm. basically got moved back. So hopefully that's you know hopefully that's that's the last of the of the um shit getting pushed yeah back uh, a few months.
0: Yeah, so uh so it's basically all completed now, right? Like No more ongoing strikes? uh, No, no, yeah.
1: it's Yeah, I think it's... I mean, I think it'll be one of those things where, like, kind of like how COVID, you know, once things started to clear up and people got back to production, it was kind of like a wave, right? Like, you know, uh, it ended, but then eventually we started to see the effects a little bit down the road. I think it'll be like that here. We're like, you know, right now it's like it's over, but we won't really see, like, a drought in production stuff until, like, next May, right? We're like, but there's no movies in theaters. It's like, well, you know, this would have been here, but it got pushed. So it's kind of like... You know, like in like in a cave, you clap, you hear the echo a little bit later. We won't hear the echo of these strikes um, for I think for a little bit. Right. Okay. So yeah. Uh, yeah. And then I see you've got like a, two more
0: real quick things on the bottom here.
1: Yeah, two quick, super quick things. We'll I'll start with the bottom one first. Uh, GJ6 was announced. Mm-hmm. Trailers coming in December next month, um, which feels so weird. Um, I sent I sent the the tweet. It was from the Rockstar account. It literally said, "Trailer for GTA Six announced for next month." You know, uh, from Sam Howard himself, the guy who writes all of these and makes all these. Like, it's coming. I sent it to a friend, and they were like, mm, "I still don't believe it." I'm like, "It's literally coming from the Rock." Right? We've been trained right. to to see any kind of GTA Six thing as like some sort of like a uh, what is it called a sources say kind of thing. But now, right. like, it's coming from the horse's mouth. Like, this is from the person who would tell us it's Sam Howard.
0: Right. Yeah, also, though, it? real quick, like, I, I don't understand, like, this, tr- like, and we might have talked about it before, but, like, w- just release the trailer. Le- like, why are we announcing there's going to be announcing a trailer? Announcing the trailer, right. Because here's the thing, like, that's cool, right? Now I'm, like, I want a trailer, I'm excited to see one. But, like, if you drop the trailer out of nowhere, it's like, oh my god, <laughs> you
1: know, like, right. I can't it, believe it, like,
0: it, I just right. feel
1: like. There's no reason to not just drop the trailer, or just say December 6th at 7 p.m. Eastern, right? They right. just said early December. I'm like, well, then why even say that if you don't? Oh know? yeah, if you didn't even give a date when the trailer's going to drop, you no, like, just said early December. Yeah, it's going to be December 15th. We're like we're not early anymore. We're we're you know at midnight tonight. It's literally late, right? Right. So, also, like
0: how? What are the chances that, like? There's a zero a 0. 0.000, just straight up zero percent chance that like Grand Theft Auto six surprise drops a trailer in December and word doesn't get out. Like like the only reason I could right. see you being like, All right, we're gonna drop a trailer in December is if you're worried that like if people don't know it's there, like not everybody will know. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like like we wanna make sure that everybody who could want to know about it knows about it. Grand Theft Auto Six that trailer could have dropped at, it could have been a thirty second trailer that dropped at like three in the morning, three in the morning, and by five in the morning, people is going to be blown up. Like,
1: right, exactly. Like it's, it, it's, it's even less it, sensible to me. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's literally going to be the biggest drop of any sort of product, or like any sort of entertainment piece for the next decade right like it's gonna make easily two billion dollars in the first day i remember the five made a billion in the first day right there's no way this one doesn't make two in one day so right um but yeah but i'm excited i mean i'm I'm, you know i can't wait (laughs) i can't wait all the you know it'll probably be like gta 6 coming 2026
0: and great great this says it's currently planned for 2025 so yeah we'll see well, um, well it well, it was originally planned for 2024, but got pushed back to 2025. So maybe, maybe that makes it more likely that it's actually 2025 because yeah. we've already gotten a push. Um, but uh, <laughs> the the Twitter memes kill me of the like people being like, "I hope Grand Theft Auto 6 is on PS4." And it's like I mean, your <laughs> PS4 trying to load Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> other, it, it's like an explosion or yeah. like the guy. <laughs>
1: Those uh, are all great. Or like a melted, a melted uh, console or something. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so great. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, I I did like the one that was like I can't believe GTA Six was announced before GTA Six came out. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's one thing. And then the other last little bit, a quick, um, a little pit peeve corner is movies. So there have been three movies, three trailers for three, mo- thre- three trailers for three movies. Uh, the Color Purple, Wonka, and Mean Girls. Okay. And all three of them have had trailers. And I think *Color Purple*. I think a little bit has shown its hand a little bit, but they're all musicals, but right. the trailers do not show that they are musicals, and it's driving me nuts because it's like, okay, yes, people don't like musicals, but what do you think people who don't like musicals are going to feel like when they go see a movie and they've been hoodwinked, bamboozled, led astray, <laughs> run amok—that it's a musical? They're it, it, like, what do you like? It's, it makes no sense because then also for the *Mean Girls* one. People are like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they're remaking it already. Like, oh, this looks like ass. And it's like, it's not a remake. It's a movie version of the musical that was on Broadway. And if you do that, then people go, oh, okay, well then maybe I'll give it a chance. But the way it is now, if I don't follow that, then I'm like, I don't want to go see that.
0: Yeah, I I I didn't know that's what it was.
1: Exactly, right. So like, right, and why would anybody go see it when they already have the perfect version of it exactly but if it's a musical you go oh well this is a different interpretation i think it's not a one-to-one and so i I don't know i don't i don't get like you know a like look a yes people don't like musicals not gonna go see them that's fine but i don't think people are gonna go see it realize it's a musical and be happy right right Maybe B, they just think
0: their product is so like so great, like they won't be able to deny the greatness. They, yeah, of exactly. Yeah, <laughs> after they hear
1: this first song, man, they're you know, what are they going to do? Walk out? We already got their money, which maybe it is what they think. You know, rat yeah. fucks. Um, <laughs> And B, the, the musicals are popular. Like The Greatest Showman made five hundred million dollars. Right? It's like people, right? And like so, like I think people in Kanto... Yes, it didn't make a lot of movie in theaters, but it was huge once it came on Disney Plus. Right, right. So I think there is an audience there. It's like they're just afraid of showing that. But so clearly they know that there's an audience for it, or else they wouldn't make them. Right. But then when it comes to promoting them, it's like they're afraid of what they're promoting. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't. It. It makes no sense. Yeah, right? it is a little weird. It, it, it. I don't know. It's like if you were making a Mortal Kombat game because you know people love fatalities and fighting. But then when you were going to have the trailer, you didn't show that there was fighting or fatalities. Right. It's like, <laughs> it's like there's an audience for it. People want to play it. You're afraid of promoting that, even though that's the thing that people want. And what do you think people are going to feel like when they play the game and they see somebody's spine getting ripped out of their ass? Right. <laughs> right. They're like,
0: there's fighting. I thought, I thought this was going to be a story driven dialogue right. game. <laughs> I thought this was
1: a classy establishment. Like, you <laughs> know, I don't, it makes no sense. It makes right. no sense. Yeah, I don't yeah, you got to just be hoping that
0: you're casting a wider net. And of course, you will have the people like you could be like I didn't know this was going to be a musical because they didn't advertise this one. And like there will be a there will be people no matter what the scenario is that are like, "Well, that's on you. You should have known that like you know, you should have" Exactly, but it's a musical. But it's like, not you're advertising
1: to me what you are." <laughs> exactly. That's the whole point of advertising it. And like, you know, these strikes have really shown me that I, I I used to be like, well, well, and I also I realize how much I know just from being online, and I, I know how much like being on Letterman and being in like talk shows, and being on Good Morning America, how much that like actually impacts a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's the same way here, where it's like people watch, they see a trailer, a ten sec, at, at the, the the TV spot during Monday Night Football actually reaches people. Mm-hmm. You see a trailer before a big movie and it doesn't show that it's to musical, people will be like, oh, it looks interesting. Yeah, I'll check it out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it just makes no sense. It makes no sense. Especially the Mean Girls one. I like, literally, the, the title hit, and I thought it was going to say Mean Girls colon the, ca- you know, the musical colon the movie. That's right. a great title, right? Like, it's like funny, it's cheeky. But they just, Mean Girls, I'm like, well, you're 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 showing people, You're people are going to think that it's a remake.
0: Yep. That, I mean, that's literally what I thought it was going to, I thought that's what it was. Right. Um, and, <laughs> Yeah cuz I saw they like even brought back some of the people right from Great right, exactly yeah and yeah, I was TFA like I was, and, uh, and so like in my head I'm like all right well that can't and I was like eh, maybe they're just cameos for people that know the movie like like there's a ch- like if I did if I said I didn't realize it wasn't a remake people would be like Well, why did you think they were there and I'd be like motherfucker i don't know like like, Why dude, wouldn't dude, they? What? If I was okay. making a remake, I would still probably try and put them in there.
1: <laughs> and it's like, oh, yeah. it's like, well, motherfucker, they brought back Judy Dench as M from one Bond to the other. Like, <laughs> right. right. J. Jonah Jameson. J. Jonah Jameson, right. <laughs> exactly, right? Like, if you have the perfect J. Jonah Jameson, you're not going to recast it. If you have a, a pretty good Tina, if Tina Fey can do the role still because she looks almost the same as she did 20 years ago, then just do it, right? Like, right. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, they really...
0: Yeah. I agree. They, they should be marketing themselves as musicals, if they are, because it's one of those things like, alright, maybe you make less money, but I feel like your movie will be more well-received so that the next one you do, you know what I mean? People will be like, it's a musical, but that last one was amazing, so maybe, right. you know what I mean, like...
1: Yeah. I don't know. It's an odd choice, for sure. Right. And if you're trying to get people back to movie theaters, why would anybody be like... I paid ten dollars for this, and I got led astray. Why would I ever come back to that? <laughs> right, exactly.
0: Um, so yeah, that's it's just nonsense. Yeah, um, it's yeah. But uh, but that's the episode for this week. Um, if you want to catch me, you can catch me at Tea Money Bags on Instagram and Twitter, and I'm at evercastro 92 on Instagram. You can catch the podcast at Different Animals Pod on Instagram or Twitter, or you can email us differentanimalspodcast at gmail As usual, stay safe, stay entertained, and we'll catch you guys in two weeks. Later, peace.